Hey y'all, how are you doing? I'm blessed and still petty. It's me, Carmen, and I'm back for another episode of Shades of Grey Podcast. And I am here to talk about really good energy because it seems to be in the atmosphere. <laughs> to talk about little dick energy small dick energy because I feel like I have been exposed to it way more than I deserve because I am a decent person at the end of the day I'm a fairly reasonable person at the end of the day and I have been letting too much shit slide lately you know what's your definition of little dick energy small dick energy uh all show and no go cockiness with no skill like it's just it's an energy you know what I'm saying and I'll say that you know little dick energy doesn't necessarily mean that you have a micro penis it most likely means you have a very large penis (laughs) you most likely have a baby arm between your legs but mm, I still you know the LDE is a direct correlation to FME. What's FME? The fragile male ego. Like, let me just talk about fragile male egos, like the bravado that comes from some of these men, the obnoxious behavior that comes from some of these men. They always think they're right. They always want to overtalk and mansplain. They always want you to die on the same goddamn hill that they want to die on. They always want to be right. By any means necessary, they need to be right. But just from being obnoxious, the fragile male ego can also be very dangerous. We all see these horrific stories of women being accosted or even violated or even killed because some dude's ego can't handle rejection. Some man's ego can't handle a different opinion or a different point of view. I can't tell you how many times I attempt to have conversations with people that go one of a couple ways, right? It's either them screaming and and me saying, okay, (laughs) okay. Or it's them really trying to drive a point home, but then me having to say, but let me tell you all the reasons why you're wrong. You see what I'm saying? It's like they, they're just so hell bent on pleading their fucking case that they just turn into tyrants almost. Like I just, I weep for the women that have to be around them on a continuous basis because I just don't have the time or the space or the energy for it. Like these types of men I mean they just suck (laughs) they just they just suck and they can't handle opposition and they can't handle you know um like I mentioned before if you don't feel as passionately um about about something as they do and they'll swear up and down that they're master communicators but you're actually the absolute worst now don't get me wrong Carmen is notorious for being unreasonable okay and I can be extremely stubborn when I have my mind set on something I am known to dig my heels in because the one thing that you'll learn about me if you know me truly is I stand on it point blank in the period I stand on it right wrong or indifferent I stand on it I said what I said okay so miss me with all the weak ass apologies hours after the fact days after the fact months after the fact I don't care 
because that's the type of energy that I just don't fucking need around me. If you cannot articulate, there is no reason for, for, for us to communicate ever. You know, I'm all for witty banter. I'm all for healthy, constructive debate, but I'm not going to have a screaming match with anyone. I am not going to tolerate anyone constantly cutting me off in a conversation. Stop, stop. Let me finish. Let me finish. Well, I've let you say what you needed to say without interruption. But as soon as I open my mouth, now it's a fucking issue. I don't like that. I don't like people who communicate like that in general, man or woman. But it's usually men who sidestep because, you know, that vibrato, that mochissimo is like, I'm not going to let a woman attempt to put me in my place. (sighs) Well, you've been put. I'm sorry. (laughs) You've been put. Period. I've just been seeing this fragile male shit at work, in my personal life, with family. Like, it's just, I'm not that girl. I'm not that girl. If you've listened to past episodes, you know that in relationships, I tend to change. And I become this person that I'm not. And so maybe now I've overcorrected. And now I'm just like hyper, you know, don't tell me what to do. And hyper, listen to me. Because I've been in experiences where that didn't happen, right? But I'm a fairly smart individual. And a fairly reasonable uh, individual. And so... If I feel that you're wrong, I'm going to say it. And if if that hurts your feelings, then, oh, well, go and surround yourself um, by people who are going to stroke your ego and tell you the things that they want to hear and be intimidated by your little dick energy because I'm just not. Because I see through a lot of shit. I see through a lot of shit, you know, and I feel like I entertain a lot of shit that I probably shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? But that's on me. That's on me. But I'm great at correcting things and I'm great at setting shit straight. You know what I'm saying? I'm just tired, man. I'm just, it's too much shit going on in the world for all of this coddling that certain types of men need and you know and these types of men love to fucking jump to conclusions and assumptions because they're always right and most folks are wrong and they've mastered one skill set and have a great working knowledge of one particular subject matter but that all of a sudden means that they're they have an omnibus knowledge of most things in life like just cut it Just cut it out. And for most of the time, you're fucking lames anyway. I came out the gate sprinting, didn't I? I'm also not feeling very well. I've been feeling crazy for the last couple of days, but I'm not running a fever or anything. I just, I don't know. I'm just feeling really depleted by a whole lot of shit, but I am good at clearing things out it's springtime she's good at spring cleaning and one thing that I'm sure most of you know all eight listeners I'm sure you all know that I have no issue with cutting people out of my life friend family co-worker it's very easy for me to pretend that someone does not exist okay gift and curse probably not a good trait to have but 
I just don't tolerate it, man. I just don't tolerate certain types of disrespect. And like I say, I've been letting a lot of shit slide. I've been getting letting a lot of shit slide. And so for some people to have the audacity to say shit to me like, you know, I don't even know why I deal with you or I should have stopped fucking with you. Stop fucking with me then. Because I'm not going to change. And clearly you're not going to change. Right? So. I just needed to just get that off of my chest because it's just unnecessary. I'm going to be Carmen until the day my head get cold, period. Okay. Will there be evolution along the way? Absolutely. I've said it a hundred thousand times, evolve or die. Okay. But at my core, I'm going to be Carmen and I'm going to call you on your bullshit. I'm going to call you on your misogyny. I'm going to call you on your male privilege. I'm going to call you on it. Your sexism, your racism, all of the isms. I'm going to call you the fuck out. If you want to sit around and get circle jerked by your homeboys and your homegirls for them to make you feel good. Cool. But I am not that girl. I will never be that girl. I'm a Leo. I am ruled by my emotion, ruled by it. My crazy is always just below the surface. It's so much shit that I could say. It's so many things that I could do that I don't. So when people call themselves mad and get the cussing and hanging up and blocking and all of this weak ass shit, it means nothing to me. Thank you for closing the door that I clearly didn't have the strength to close because it should have been closed a long fucking time ago. You know what I'm saying? (sighs) Lord, but uh, enough about the little dick energy and the fragile ego and weak ass dudes and, 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 and fucked up communication. Let's, let's just, let's just move on. All right, so in other news, Justin Timberlake is getting dragged across the internet. Why? It's not for cultural appropriation. I'm sure that's what you thought. (laughs) Now it is because um, he went on some show and he said that 24-hour parenting is just not human. It's just not human. So uh, unless you've just been on another planet, right? You know, COVID-19 is just... You know, has the world on complete lockdown, which means that people are home with their kids, um, any type of staff they may have, you know, depending on their socioeconomic bracket, um, you know, maybe their help, their chef or nanny or on-call makeup artist, whomever, they're home with their families, which means you have to, I don't know, watch out for your own goddamn kids, right? But... (laughs) Justin did an interview where he was basically saying that, you know, it's hard for him and his wife, you know, during this time, you know, watching their kid. They have a five-year-old. His name is Silas. I love the name Silas, by the way. Um, But he fixed his mouth to say that 24-hour parenting is just not human. Now, can he be challenging? Absolutely. I'm not a complete dick you know I'm one of four um in my family so and I can only imagine what my mom went through raising all of us you know what I'm saying but uh I get it you need a break 
everybody needs a break. You need a break from your partner. You need a break from your kids, from the dog, from the job, from anything, right? But I just don't think that now was the time for this particular statement, considering that you only have one kid and a globillion goddamn dollars. I just don't understand. Like, sir, you got to calm down because I do feel like it's a bit disrespectful to the other millions of parents out here in the world. And I also want to talk about or just touch on what's with this selective amnesia that some of these celebrities get. It's like, damn, they start making a little bit of money and they start making a lot of money and then they just forget how they were raised. Like, bitch, don't you have siblings? And didn't you see your mom raise y'all while working with your father? Like, I don't understand. Like, did all of like your reason like did that decreased as your bank account increased like I don't understand it but he deserved the dragging because that's just ridiculous one kid one kid that's five which really means that that kid is like semi-self-sufficient like we should not be still in diapers Hopefully we're not still breastfeeding, shit like that. This is like an almost fully functioning, like, small person. <laughs> like, like I'm thinking back to five. Like, what was I able to do at five? Like, everything except cook. Like, I can entertain myself. I can go outside. Like, give me a PB&J sandwich and some damn Nickelodeon. And like, what else do you need to do, Justin? What else do you need to do? This is almost as stupid as Ellen DeGeneres saying that being, uh, you know, social distancing inside of her 10,000 square foot mansion is like prison. Like just, it's just some shit that you just don't say. And there are some, you know, parallels that you just don't attempt to draw. Okay. Being inside your house is nothing like prison. It's just not. Do you know what those people are going through inside those jails? You have no idea. You couldn't comprehend it. So just, we just got to do better. We just got to do better. And I just really feel like (sighs) Justin can just um, go back to culturally appropriating or maybe not he can still stay on this country western shtick that he's on and his albums can you know continue to go plastic on the charts and just raise your kids and ultimately cry me a river okay so we all know that in this age of social distancing instagram and instagram live has just been like Popping like crazy. Yes, I have been partaking in the versus um series, the battles. I have been thoroughly enjoying them. I cannot wait for the babyface Teddy Riley battle. I think it's going to be dope team babyface. That is who I am siding with. But a couple of days ago, Didi hosted, I guess, a dance-a-thon to raise some money for coronavirus relief efforts for underserved communities. And so I think this went on for the majority of the day, like eight, nine hours, and they raised almost $5 million, maybe like 4 or $5 million. And so I, rec- I didn't tune in, but, you know, you bounce in, bounce out. I saw J-Lo in there for a little while, Diplo, uh, Issa Rae was there, and... 
the controversy. It's now Diddy versus Lizzo. When is Lizzo not in some type of controversy? Do I like Lizzo? Ugh. I, I can take it or leave it. I can take or leave Lizzo, to be honest with you. I couldn't tell you one of her songs, at least the name of it, if my life depended upon it. I could not tell you. But um, apparently Lizzo was twerking during one of the sessions and Diddy was like, uh-uh, we don't like that. I think she was playing a song by Moneybag Yo. Who the fuck that is? I couldn't tell you. But he says, and I quote, it's Easter Sunday. Let's play something a little bit, you know, family friendly. And Lizzo was like, cool. And then she played one of her own songs. A lot of people, he's saying that it was about the music. The majority of folks are saying it was about the twerking and have reduced this down to fat shaming because Drea Michelle, she was on Basketball Wives. That's the only place I know her from. But she was twerking to back that ass up. Girl, you're working with some aunt, yeah, yeah, band, yeah. You know, back that ass up. Classic, right? We played it at my Aunt Judy's 70th birthday party and it was lit, okay? Um, but he didn't stop her from twerking. And that song has hella profanity in it too. So, obviously, here we go. Fat shaming. Is it fat shaming? It very well could be. It very well could be. Let's just keep it a buck. You know, our society has an issue with larger women. I would consider myself a BBW. I am five foot five, two hundred and thirty-eight of them pounds. Do you hear me? My friends and family say you carry it well, you fine, like don't trip, but I would consider myself a larger woman, right? And people look at you different. We all know about the fat tax on clothes. You know, one of um, a good friend of mine that I go to school with, we were at the university uh, store, like gift shop or whatever, and we were buying sweatshirts and me and her got the same sweatshirt, but my sweatshirt was $20 more than hers. And it was the same sweatshirt. She was like, why are these different? I was like, fat tax, baby, more fabric. You feel me? And so we know how people feel about larger women in general and we know that men are always confused about what they like because the same men who say that they love bbws y'all be having standards for that shit too because if she's not an hourglass bbw you don't fuck with that i feel like a lot of men in general across races y'all don't your standard of beauty is constantly changing and you're always looking to the next guy to co-sign what you think is beauty and it's just fucking stupid what i want for women to know and to understand and to really grasp is that the beauty comes from within. And if these niggas don't like it, then fuck them. Okay? Fuck them. Period. Period, period. So Diddy called Backlash and he went on, you know, saying it wasn't about the twerking. You're allowed to twerk on Easter. It was just a lot of cussing in the record. And he didn't need child services knocking on the door. Some bullshit. It's some bullshit, man. Just say you didn't want to see Lizzo and her cakes on your screen. Just say it. Just say it. And look, like I said before, I have my own feelings and opinions on Lizzo. I feel like she is team too much. I'm sick of the flute twerking because you're not really playing the flute. Because I played the flute and she ain't really playing the flute. And... I feel like all of her antics are overshadowing her talent because she is talented and she can sing her 
ass off. But nobody gives a shit because when you Google Lizzo, nothing about her music comes up first. It's always some type of controversy that she's in. But Diddy, you shot yourself in the foot with that shit because had you just ixnayed profanity and music and twerking from the gate, no one would have anything to say. But the fact that you let Drea shake her cakes to back that ass up and make Lizzo change her music, you know, it just, it looked bad. It looked bad. Now, the question is, if Lizzo was playing what a Diddy songs and twerking, would he have stopped it? Hmm. Hmm. Those are the questions that need answers. So I need for Diddy to do his Diddy bop and don't try to backtrack and just say what it was. I just didn't want to see Lizzo ass on my screen. Period. Okay, y'all, we made it to the last thing that I want to talk about. So apparently the blacks are beefed out with the Surgeon General because he told y'all to get y'all shit together. Uh, I just don't, I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand. So, um... If you do not know, the uh, Surgeon General, Jerome Adams, he is getting dragged every which way um, because he did a press conference at the White House regarding coronavirus. And um, he discussed communities of, uh, of color, excuse me, um, and the spread of coronavirus and, you know, that we need to observe social distancing, distancing protocols for your big mama. OK, and so. Uh, we read the news and hope read the news. Yeah, we read the news and watch the news and, you know, look at various articles and it, 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 we see it. The data is there, you know, that COVID-19 has a higher death rate for African-Americans than it does for any other race. You know, I think one particular study said that in uh, Milwaukee County, you know, African-Americans make up 25% of the population but 75% of the confirmed deaths, you know what I'm saying? And in that same conference, he brought up, you know, the underlying health issues that contribute to the mortality rate, but everybody wanted to just forget all of that, forget all that logic and science and data. Let's jump to the fact that he used big mama, pop, pop, you know, granny, like all of those different things that we call our elders and our families, you know, uh, let, let's let's push all of that shit to the side to just get really upset over verbiage. You see what I'm saying? So my question is, I don't know. I feel like people are damned if they do, damned if they don't. And I also feel like people, in Crystal's words, will cleave to their dysfunction. So you're mad at the way that this man said something versus actually listening to what he said. Everybody knows that African-Americans are, you know, genetically predisposed to a whole bunch of horrific shit, okay? Diabetes, congestive heart failure, uh, uh, cancer, uh, what else? Uh, just all types of things, you know, but, but there are things that we can control and that we could really do better about, but just choose not to. And so when I say cleave to their dysfunction here, this man, he is, he's saying, let's put down the cigarettes. Let's put down the alcohol. Stop eating pig feet. He ain't said that. I added that. (laughs) 
put the goddamn chitlins down and eat a fucking vegetable and everybody want to lose their goddamn mind because now he's an uncle tom and he's a sambo and he's all of whatever you wanted he who the hell was um who was um samuel l jackson character in django over at Candyland. anywho he wanted him but it's like why y'all mad because he's just he's just saying that there are underlying issues that affect our community and these are issues that aren't affecting other communities so we got pissed off at obama because he didn't have a black agenda allegedly supposedly but here we have our black surgeon general stating to us as a community we need to do better because we should not be dying at a higher rate than anyone else. Nobody should be dying, but why we don't need to be dying at higher rates. I keep seeing all over the news, you fucking boomers keep dragging your asses everywhere. I just don't, I don't get it. Let me stay on the topic. Let's stay on the topic of the Surgeon General, okay? Everybody pushing back. You know what I'm saying? Don't patronize us and don't think that you have to use slang and all of these things. It's offensive. It it didn't offend me. It did not offend Carmen because Carmen is a reasonable person. He gave facts. Highest rates of diabetes, highest rates of congestive heart failure, highest rates of uh mortality rates when 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 birthing children we already know how the healthcare system treats black folks in general we already know that there are socioeconomic issues that affect our health care anyway so where was the lie there were no lies told but people like i say in order to cleave to their dysfunction let me pick on the words that he used so that that can be my excuse to not do right I feel you. Peach cobbler is fat. Smothered cabbage is fat. I love fried chicken. I love all of those things. But at what cost? At what cost? The the, the health ailments that run through my family are enough to just make you weep. I've had my own health scares, right? So you're either going to do right and live or you're going to do what you want and die. That's all the man is saying, in my opinion. In my opinion, this is just the reality. And I don't know why black folks love to blame past the buck this how it's always been done. Well, just because this is how it's always been done doesn't mean that it's right. Because when you know better, you do mama. Because big mama then was doing the best with what they had. You see what I'm saying? I get it that you grew up on big mama um, soul food. But guess what? I'd like to think that big mama soul food is a little, was a little bit healthier than ours. Because why? My grandmother rang that chicken neck and put him on the table. My grandmother had a vegetable garden of her own that she went and picked shit out of, washed up, and put on the table. We don't know where the fuck our shit coming from now. You see what I'm saying? 
I just don't understand. I just feel like our people just want to be bogged down by plight because it's just too much work to do better and to do right. But I'm not going to have no sympathy for you when you've been given all of the information that you need to do right and you just won't. You just won't. Always complaining about not being heard and not being included. But here's our Surgeon General saying, this community is the most at risk and this community needs to do the work. Shout out to Iyama. This community needs to do the work and y'all don't want to do the work. Y'all want to stay lazy. Y'all want to continue to eat like trash and drink like fish and go out and congregate. We ain't never going to be able to go the fuck back outside because folks just won't do right. Bitch, if you're not going to work or the grocery store, you need to be at home. Period. Period. I'm just tired. I'm just so tired. I'm tired of it all, and I'm giving myself a headache sitting up here, to be honest with you. So I think it's time for me to leave. (laughs) Please follow the show any and everywhere. Follow me on Twitter, Petty by the Pound. That's where I be at. You know, use the hashtag Shady Thoughts if you want to talk to me about anything that I talked about today. Be sure to join the book club, Chapter Chat Book Club. We are reading The Invited by Jennifer McMahon. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, and actually my cousin selected this book because I have been doing a trash job of selecting books over the last couple of months. So if this book sucks, it's on her. I've laid my burns down. You have just listened to the Shades of Grey podcast with your host, Carmen. Make sure you visit our website, shadesofgraypod.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS feed so you'll never miss the show. While you're at it, if you love this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, stay shady.